Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bullfy NBA Podcast. I'm your host, Dino the Human. This is the NBA Content Cast, hosted by some NBA content kings. I'm joined with my king to the left. Co-host, introduce yourself. (laughs) Name's Jordan. Welcome back, you guys. Let's go! You know who it is, and co-host to my... Nah, I'm just kidding. Sophia couldn't make it today, unfortunately, (laughs) but he'll be back. Don't you guys worry. Um, yeah, we got plenty of good topics here today. Before we get into it, we'd just like to mention that we are sponsored by SeatGeek, which is the world-leading search engine for sports, concert, theater, and live entertainment tickets. SeatGeek extracts data from over 100 primary and secondary ticket providers within seconds to give you the best possible deal for your ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app or visit SeatGeek com and enter promo code BALLIFY, that's B-A-L-L-I-F-Y, in all caps, for $20 off your first purchase. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. You can also visit our newly formed website, bio.fm slash BALLIFY, to find links to every platform and website that we are on. Once again, that's bio.fm slash BALLIFY. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at BallifyNBA. Jordan, shout yourself out at Jordan Ballify. Let's go! And shout out to the Rise Up Podcast community, which we are also proud to be a part of. You can follow them at RUPod Community. Let's get into it. First up, Luca Doncic has been killing it. So far, he is honestly a contender for maybe most improved, but he is averaging 31 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists a game, shooting 50%. Oh my goodness. Is Luka Doncic for real? Can he keep this up? Is this for real? Jordan, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's definitely for real. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen later on in the season, but based on what we've seen so far, yeah, he's for real. Uh... (coughs) He's killing it. He's he's making history. As he's proven, he's making history, and he's only in his second year. So, if he's doing this in his second year, just imagine what he's gonna be doing in his tenth year. If he's mm. if he's continuing to get better, like that's scary. We've never seen a player like him. Um, yeah, some people say he's overrated. I think that's ridiculous. I don't see how you could say that. Yeah, he's he's for real. He's leading this Mavs team. Of course, the Mavs got more help than they they did they did last year. Mm. But uh, yeah, they I, I I think he's for real and like. I don't think it's debatable. He is, at this point in the season, he is 100% an MVP candidate. Yeah, uh, honestly, not only is he he for real, he's underrated. I'm going to say it. Luka Doncic is straight up underrated. He is easily a top four MVP candidate this year. He is easily the best point guard in the league. Even when Steph is healthy. I'll say it. I'll (laughs) say it. Overall... He is basically what I thought Ben Simmons was going to be coming into the league. Except the one thing the one thing holding Luka back is defense. That's just the one thing it really it irks me. Because, like, if he had that, we'd be staring at the, the next LeBron James, the next greatest player of all time. That's the one thing missing from his game. Uh, hopefully, he'll improve as, you know, as the years go by. But um, other than that, what can't this guy do? Free throws were a concern last year. He stepped that up this yeah. year. 
He's averaging a triple-double on 30 points per game. When Westbrook did it, he was averaging 22 points per game in the 20 to 22-point yeah. range. This guy's doing it on 30% or 30 points per game on 50% shooting overall. Like, oh, my goodness. That's efficient. Oh, my. Like, this is unreal. He's, he's also leading the Dallas Mavericks to the playoffs. Oh, my God. Fourth seed in the West, Fourth seed. Thank you. Thank and you. And a tough Western Conference. Un- unbelievable. Fourth seed. No one expected no one expected Dallas to make the playoffs besides Dallas fans this year. Let's be serious. I didn't expect them to make the playoffs. Not even the <laughs> Dallas fans. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Even, oh, fourth seed? I expected That's them kind of that, like, eighth to tenth seed. So, I didn't, I didn't think they'd make it. But, uh, I mean, at this point, I think they're definitely going to make it. Yeah, it's still early, but it's not, like, that early. So, mm. uh... Yeah, I, I think they make the playoffs for sure. And I, I think Dallas is for real. And I think they're going to surprise people this year. And you never know if they can make some upsets in the playoffs. Because, you know, obviously they got Luka as their guy. Uh, Przingis is, I, I think Przingis is doing incredible. He, he Because, uh, like, last game for the Mavs was a big deal. Because they beat, like, a top Western Conference team. And, you know, some people, yeah, some people are kind of saying, oh, they've had, like, an easy schedule. But, I mean, they just beat Houston, who's also a top team in the West. This is supposed to be a very good team, so I think that's a statement game. You got Przingis as your second option. You also got some some young guys on the side that are also proven to be very well, like you know Doran Finney Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr. And yeah, they just have a lot of assets right now. They're really mm-hmm. doing their job. Yeah. So were you able to catch some of that game against the Rockets? Because I wasn't able to catch it, but. That, to me, seems like a huge, huge statement game to be able to yeah. beat a team. And they were up at by 17 at one point? Yeah, they were. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, I was able to catch uh, just the second half. Okay. Um, But, uh, yeah, it was a very good game. Uh, Dallas did control the whole game. Uh, Houston did come back. I think they made it maybe a five-point game at one point. But I think with around six minutes to go in the, the fourth, uh, Dallas just took over and ended up winning by, like, I think maybe 15 or something like that. So uh, Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's a really big game for them. Uh, you know, Harden doing his classic Harden, shooting two for 15 from the three. <laughs> He's so bad. Dude, he, 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 he falls. When he gets double teamed, he doesn't know what to do. He, like, he, uh, he uh, I don't know, he just, like, freaks out a little bit. doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And, that, yeah, that's the defense that teams are now starting to really throw at Harden. Yeah. Um, and he, there's nothing you can do about it because when you have to, when you kick it out to Russell Westbrook, he no, you can't that. rely on him. No, you cannot. That's why they they lost uh, against the Clippers. That's actually they were up by one. Um, Harden got double. The Clippers oh, were up yeah, by one. Harden got double team, well. kicks it to Westbrook wide open for three, and he just. West bricked it. It wasn't even close. <laughs> like, there's a difference between a brick and a West brick. Like, West bricks are just so... It's like he's trying to throw it his hardest at the net. <laughs> and they're so yeah. bad. But, um... Yeah, yeah. Anyways, at Bulls Got Next, you're, you're welcome to call into this podcast. Because you're, st- you're starting to annoy me, man. I'm not going to lie. Your, your takes are starting to annoy me, saying NBA should find teams for double-teaming. In games and double teaming is bad for the game, like how, what that makes absolutely no sense. And we'd love to have you on to explain yourself, but you're probably not going to do that because you probably don't actually believe it, or maybe you are as dumb as Harden is. Anyways, yeah, let's move on to someone else whose IQ might need to be tested, and wow. that is Carmelo Anthony. Dang. 
a much sadder subject because Carmelo, it's it's looking yikes. It's looking yikes so far. Um, he, you know, they haven't won a game since he's been on the team. And he's averaging 13 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. He's doing all of this on 34%. Oh, goodness, great. It just 67% free throw shooting, 31% three-point... Oh, my goodness. This is hard to look at. These it's stats been, are hard to look at. It's only been th- three games, though. It's been three games, but <clears throat> let's be serious. What else does Carmelo provide except scoring? That's that's like what he can do and all he can do pretty much at this point. And is it really going to get much better than 13 points a game? Like, I, I honestly doubt that. Like, for me, the, the Melo success story is because there are people in the league worse than him. So I'm just happy oh, that absolutely. he is in the league because he is not the worst player in the league. If he is out of the league, then Mike Muscala should be out of the league. <laughs> the KCP before the last two games should be out of the league. You know, Dion Waiter should be out of the league too if he if Carmelo is out of the league. But the fact that he's in the league, it's just only fair. But still, that that doesn't stop the fact that he is, yeah, he's not one of the better players at all. Jordan, what do you think about Melo? Like, is, is he done? Like, is this it? I think that you can't really blame him for Portland losing because they were like one of the worst teams in the league before he got there. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that's fair at all to put that on Melo because they were bad before. So I think that was already kind of a tough spot to go in there because like it'd be, it'd be one thing if you're going on to a winning team, but he's going on to a, I don't want to call them terrible, but yeah, they, they've been terrible so far and they've been extremely disappointing. So it's kind of a tough spot going in there. I don't think anyone's expecting like. Melo to pull him out of the hole and all of a sudden they're going to be a playoff team so I think it's kind of tough going to a team that's struggling already to a guy that has struggled in the past with like his last couple teams and stuff so um but it's only been a few games I mean even if they continue losing games but he puts up better numbers that's at least like a positive for him but I just think uh should give him a I don't know we'll see what he's doing after 10 games maybe but a few mm-hmm. games we'll see how it's going like he hasn't played for a while before those three games, like in an actual NBA game. So we'll yeah. have lots to see what he does uh, further down the road. But yeah. people just love to. Not saying you are, but I think in general, like as soon as Melo has like one or two bad games, everyone's just like hating on him. People just love to hate on Melo. So. Well. Okay, well, on that point, I think it's just because of the expectation. That's all. People really think that this guy is the same guy as he was in New York. And that's just not realistic anymore. Um, I think if the general NBA fan base could just piper down their expectations yeah. maybe five notches, then maybe you yeah, guys wouldn't exactly. be so disappointed with Melo. He's not he's not LeBron. I'm sorry. Like he they came in the league at the same time, he's the number two pick, but he is not LeBron. No one is LeBron. No one in that draft class is LeBron. Like not even CP three is putting up Actually, he wasn't in the same draft class, but I just mean in, the, in that, you know, generation. Like, not even he is putting up the same numbers. Like, just you just can't expect the same from Melo. But also, to play devil's advocate to your point on it's only the first uh, three games, but, like, this is... That, that was his chance because Damian Lillard was out. That That's the sad part because mm-hmm. Lillard was out, so he had, he had more usage rate, 
and this is still only what he could do. And on top of that, yeah, it's the first three games, but he was fresh. Where I'm not, I'm assuming he was completely healthy. We didn't hear any reports of an injury, and he wasn't playing competitive basketball outside of training. You know, so I'm assuming that his body was fine. But now, you know, the more we get into the season, especially considering his age, he'll pick up these these knocks and stuff. And so he'll get less healthy, less usage because of Lillard. So I, I, I don't see it really going up, that unfortunately. And it's unfortunate. Um, I, I don't hate Melo. Like, last year even, no, I'm not his biggest fan, but I don't hate the guy. Uh, I, I do hate Kyrie. There's a difference. There's definitely a difference. But I, I, I don't hate Melo, so I hope for the best for him. But I just don't see it getting any better. It's just sad. It's just sad. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Okay, and on to... Okay, I'm over it, I'm over it. On to a, uh, a happier topic. Well, depending on... Uh, on who you cheer for, I guess. Well, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard finally, finally. had their first games together. Yeah. Um, the Clippers are 3-0 since Paul George and Kawhi <clears throat> have played together. Um, absolutely. Well, I, I can't say absolutely dominating. They're just they're just winning games, but the games have been pretty close. Um, I know if Stefan was here, he'd probably argue that um, they've actually been disappointing just because of how close the games are. I'm not going to argue that. I think they've been really impressive. What yeah. are your thoughts on the Clippers so far, Jordan, with Paul George and Kawhi? Yeah, I mean, that team's pretty scary, especially down the stretch. Which just like, I was watching the game against uh, Houston, just like, just the, the scoring options. They have three legitimate scoring options down the stretch. They got Lou Will, they got Paul George, and they got Kawhi. Like, Paul George and Kawhi, obviously we know them. They're the two of the best two-way players in the game, superstars. Lou Will... It's kind of weird to call him a role player, but he kind of is. But he's like a superstar kind of role player. Well, he's a six man. Yeah. He <laughs> it depends if you think that's a role player or not. I I think there's starters, there's the six men and then there's role players yeah. after that and then there's like bench warmers. Yeah. But anyways, they got it's just scary cuz they got three legitimate scoring options down the stretch. You got Kawhi, Paul George and and Lil Will who are mm-hmm. some of the best like fourth quarter fourth quarter scores in the mm-hmm. league so yeah i think Kawhi and uh pg are just as i expected they will be really well together they both have a very expanded overall great game they're not just like a one-trick pony they can do a lot of different things including defense unlike harden so uh yeah it's, i think they're doing just as i expected really well and at the end of the day they're winning games and mm-hmm. it's not always about the stats and all that it's, it's about Winning your team basketball games. Doing enough to win your team games. That's what I think the goal should be, and they're doing that, so can't really complain there. Yeah, and just one of the things you highlighted on is, like, Lou Will. He is... He's a I think I, I underestimated almost, like, how valuable he'd be. Because when Kawhi and Paul George signed, yeah. all I thought was, okay, Lou Williams' value, he's his gun, it's going to go down. His numbers are going to go mm-hmm. down. But honestly, like when it comes to fourth quarter, he might be their number one option. Like just da- strictly down the stretch, which is weird. To he think might about. be their number one, which is weird to think about. It is, it but is. I don't think they really have that number one guy down the stretch. I don't think it's always gonna make all right. You know, Lou, you're our guy down the stretch. I think it's like you just have three really capable scorers, right? 
And that's scary for an opponent because it's mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, we're just going to double-team Lou. Cool, double-team Lou. That leaves yeah. Kawhi or PG wide open. Exactly. You're going to get cooked. Yeah, so you can't, you can't like, pressure one guy too much. You're going to mm-hmm. get destroyed. Even Harrell's like a beast, too. Exactly. When, so, like, he dropped 34 points last night. Right. He you, tied his career it, high. If you dish it to Harrell inside, it's you... You, if you double on him, he can you just have kick it th- out to anyone. You have three capable shooters. Exactly. Yeah. So even Beverly can shoot. He can hit open threes. Yeah. Exactly. So. But yeah, this this team's gonna be scary. I, I'm really uh, excited to see them uh, come playoff time. What they can do. But uh, yeah, for sure. But playoffs. I, is... I think these two guys have been great so far. What we've seen. I mean, it's only been a few games, so mm-hmm. and I think that kind of works out with like PG back because uh, obviously Kawhi is like you no know, resting when he can and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like I think before it was like not okay because it was like you only really have Lou as your scoring option but now like you have if Kawhi's sitting out you still have Lou Will Harold and PG oh jeez and that's like not fair alone that's more than as like opposed 95% to, of the league <laughs> yeah as opposed to having Kawhi playing so yeah. I think it's kind of good to have that and yeah yeah I'll, br- I'll bring this back up like why do we not consider this a super team I just don't understand. Like, people <laughs> look at the Warriors and stuff. Like, even before KD got there as a super team, the Miami Heat back in the day with LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. Like, why not this team? You got arguably the best six men of all time. Yes. And then Kawhi, a finals MVP two times over. Defensive Paul George, player. who was an MVP candidate last year. And defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, and both of those guys. Well, oh, Kawhi man. has one defensive player of the year, and Paul George has been candidate. So, like, yeah, I, this team is just, it's it's stacked to me. It's it's so stacked. It's the most stacked team in the league. And Shemette's good. I know he's injured right now, but he's oh, a, he's yeah, a, he's I, a, you believe yeah. in him. Yeah, right? I, I, okay. I believe you now. I've seen, I've seen some games this season. Like, he's a young, he's a very capable shooter. Like, I can shoot, man. He's the next JJ Redick. I, I've yeah, said I, it yeah, since I can, day one. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, he, not, he's got a good. He doesn't. He doesn't give a crap either. If he gets no, it, yeah. he, if he gets the ball, he's shooting it. He doesn't exactly. care. Which is very JJ Redick esque because when JJ gets the ball, he shoots he it. Is, yeah, and he's, like, not even dribbling it most mm. of the time. He's just catching it, shooting it. Even if it's off balance, he's still shooting it. Yeah. But, like, he's just mastered that shot so much that it doesn't really matter if he's off balance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Shemet, like, I really think Philly made a, mis- a huge mistake trading him. I know you got Harris out of it, but, like, for that team, if they could have shooters around Simmons and Embiid, because neither of those guys are elite shooters outside of you know the three point line, um, even Embiid he can hit them, but he's not elite. So if you kept Shamit, yeah, oh, I feel like that'd be a better fit. But like, I digress. As a Philly fan, yeah, I guess Tobias hasn't been very good so far. Oh, he's been awful. <laughs> he's been awful. And uh, speaking of awful, let's move on to um, Demar Derozan rumors. He has actually been a rumored to be traded to the Orlando Magic. DeRozan, his representatives apparently saying that he would like to return to the the Eastern Conference. Jordan, do you think that DeRozan would be a good fit in Orlando, and do you think that this deal is likely to happen? I don't think it's likely to happen. I I just don't think Orlando has enough to, like, uh, acquire him. They'd have to give up. Really? Yeah, I think they'd have to give up a lot, and I don't think, like... Orlando really has that, and I don't think they're really... I think they'd be given willing to give up Aaron Gordon, but I don't think they'd be willing to give up Vooch. 
And I think Vooch would kind of have to be involved mm-hmm. in that kind of all star for an all star type of thing. So I didn't, I didn't even. And they just that, signed Vooch to a four year, didn't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They yeah, did. yeah, he just, yeah. And we know they like their big men, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, Drew. I think it would be a good option for. Uh, if they could somehow hold on to Vooch and Drills, and that'd be awesome. But I just yeah. It'd be great for Orlando because it'd give them that legitimate like scoring option. I know yeah. he's not a three-point shooter, but he is averaging about tw- 20 points. 20... Yeah, he's averaging 22. Oh, 22 points on 53% shooting. Yeah. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen DeRozan put up that kind of percentages, probably because he's shooting less threes, but at the same time... You kind of want. I don't think he's taking a single wow, three. Yeah, I, just, I was just like, wait <laughs> or, a second. Or either he didn't. Zero, yeah, no, he hasn't shot one. But he's shooting very efficiently, and you know, I've watched DeRozan for many years. I know the type of player he is, and uh, I, I think he's having a great year. I think San Antonio fans. I'm just gonna say, I think they're very ungrateful for him and what he's Ooh. doing. He's giving you 22 points. He's giving you five rebounds, four assists on 53% shooting, and all I'm hearing is oh. Get rid of DeRozan? Like, come on. Like, Ooh. be a little grateful here. This ain't Ooh. this ain't his fault that you guys are like about to miss the playoffs first time and it's not what? No, it's not his fault, man. Come on. What about Jante Murray? People were overhyping him like crazy when he was coming in this year. Yeah, but it, you got you got to give him the same Carmelo treatment. Like he's just back from a long layoff. He had a whole year off. Like yeah, like, you got to give him some. What about Aldridge? Aren't people hating on Aldridge too? He hasn't been that good. Aldridge has been pretty good from what I, from what I've seen in fantasy. He's like top twenty player. I don't know. DeRozan's been better in my opinion, but yeah, I just don't think it's fair to get that the hate on DeRozan. But that's okay. Um, I don't know. I don't see the trade happening. I don't think uh, Orlando's gonna go all in on him, but uh, it's definitely an option. I I do I do see the Spurs trading him though. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's to Orlando. I I disagree actually with the Orlando not having enough. I I think they have enough. Who would they, they trade? They have Aaron Gordon. Okay, that is they, it. But they're not trading Vooch. Possibly you could. They trade. just signed them. They, yeah, but you know that trade that bait. makes the exactly yeah. trade bait and makes the money match up. And like you you and you he, they already have all these other bigs too. So if you trade Vucevic. Then you you got Bamba and Ken Birch and Isaac. Oh yeah, play Bismack Biombo. Bismack. Oh yeah, wait, no, he's on Charlotte now. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. trade to Charlotte, but still, <laughs> they, you have all these other bigs that you yeah. can play at the five. Like so, I don't think. And Jonathan Isaac is unbelievable. Yeah, he's getting better for sure. He he, he is unbelievably talented, and when they play that guy at the five, he's averaging like four blocks per thirteen minutes. Thirteen, not thirty six. Mm-hmm. So like. That, that's just ridiculous. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think Orlando does have... Even if they got rid of faults. Oh, I, I don't see why the Spurs would want faults. No, I don't see like... why anyone would want faults. <laughs> He's a bust. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's getting better. He's a first-round pick. That's why I say First it. overall. If, yeah, yeah, first overall. Yeah. It'd be different if he was like undrafted. Then maybe okay, he's not bad, but yeah. first overall, that's yeah. why I label him as like a disappointment. Yeah, no, I think he's a bust too. Yeah, he's getting better. It's just like who was, it? who was the second overall pick that year? Lonzo. <laughs> oh wow! Wait, who was third? Uh... Josh Jackson. <laughs> Some think of it. That's a bad draft class. No, because no, Tatum. Tatum was third. No, wasn't Tatum second? No. Wow. It went. It, wow. Tatum's, yeah, Tatum's sure looking. Went, 
Tatum's looking real good right now, then. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Tatum went there. I can't remember. I remember. I remember that draft, and I was just like, "Why is Fultz going first? I never understood it. He was good. Well, he was amazing in college. He was, but like, I just didn't see it transferring to the NBA. And it did transfer to the NBA summer league for like two games, and then so, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> something happened to his shoulder or something. Summer league. He literally forgot to shoot. He forgot like, how to shoot. He forgot how to shoot. I I just don't understand how you can be that talented and just forget how to shoot but he's been working a lot with um your shooting coaches um and he looks good in practice but man he needs to see a sports psychologist because it's just not translating to the games whatsoever and I, I feel for the guy but anyway back, back to the spurs like i i think they can definitely afford to get rid of derozan at this point. They could get a lot like, of assets if they package like DeRozan and Aldridge. I could see them doing And it. Aldridge? Yeah, I've been seeing rumors. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, been, in the same trade? Yeah, I've been hearing oh. rumors. I've been hearing rumors about that too. Why would they do that? And who would how could how's they're that un- even possible? Because they're ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they're just gonna trade their two best players in the same deal? I mean, to be honest, they're pretty bad right now, so like but like it can't get much worse. <laughs> but DeRozan, like if you trade him, you still got Lonnie Walker, you still got um, White and Dejounte Murray and Bryn Forbes and even Patty. Like you got plenty of guards and people yeah. that can play the three. But they're but if you small. Trade, yeah, they're small, but they can still play the three. Whereas if you trade Aldridge, who do you have? Trey Lyles. That's it. Potal. Potal has a five. Yeah, but like yeah. Anyway, anyway, I think like the Spurs should really look to upgrade their five position by trading DeRozan. Because you got Podol and Lyles there. And Podol is a guy that could lead the Raptors in their rebuild if they were going that route. But he's not a... He's not a starting, starting five. No. Not, a, not no, on a not playoff yet. team, at least. Not yet. Not on a... If you want to get far in the playoffs now, he's not your guy. No, and Trey Lyles is just... You'd have to look at like a DeAndre Jordan, something like that. Ooh, that could work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could... DeRozan for DeAndre Jordan? Stop. That could actually work. They wouldn't... DeRozan Spurs and would not take that. Well, I'd, I'd like some picks or some money. Yeah, some DJ's are getting a little older, too. But I meant, like, that type of player. Like a Capella. Oh, okay. So, like, a Jared Allen. Yeah. Yeah, but younger. But, like, better. Yeah. Okay, so, like, Drummond. <laughs> yeah, but, like... And the, the, but they can't get Drummond. The Pistons want to trade Drummond, actually. No way. They, because they, Why? Because he it's a contract year, so if he makes All-NBA this year, he's actually eligible for the Supermax, and they do not want to pay him that much. I oh, Okay, I, I'd take him on the Mavs or the Raptors, for sure. <laughs> what? They'd be good <laughs> options. He'd be an up- upgrade over Gasol. He'd definitely be an upgrade over Dwight Powell. But would he be an upgrade over Chris Boucher, though? No, no, no. no. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you like Chris Boucher. Oh, that guy. I hope he, he keeps. Just, hope he keeps it up. He in the in the G League, he was putting up AD type numbers. In the <laughs> NBA, he's putting up decent numbers. Yeah, for, he, the, for the playing time he gets, he's killing it. Yeah. So he's definitely stepped up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we we got off track there, but let's get back to, to our topics here. Our last one before Twitter questions. Um, Magic Johnson, he, he kind of gets reckless on Twitter sometimes. Not oh, as man. reckless as at Bulls got next, but still <laughs> reckless. And he says, uh, Zach Levine is the most improved player. This coming off the strength of a 49 point 13 3 
and game-winning shot over the Charlotte Hornets on Sunday. Or Saturday, sorry. Um, Yeah, just an absolutely... And also, this was on a back-to-back. The night before, his coach, uh, Boylan, Jim Boylan, actually benched him for atrocious defense in the first quarter. Zach Levine was not happy, and he came back in this game, and he shut the coach right up with that (laughs) effort. So um, is Zach Levine truly the most improved player um, in the NBA this year? Uh, No, I don't think he is. I mean, if you look at the numbers, like he's put it up. Like, yeah, he's, he has improved, but I don't think he's the most improved. Like, he, he did put up good numbers last year, so, no, I don't I don't think he's most improved. I think he's I think he's had a really killer year on, like, a, you know, not-so-good team, so obviously his value is going to go up. He's going to look a little bit better than he actually is, but, no, I, I don't think he's most improved. I think it's easy to get hyped up over a big game. Yeah, yeah. People that are saying, because even Steve, shout out Steve, you got to come on the podcast soon. Even he was saying he's the most improved, and I'm like, honestly, he's probably the least improved player. He's literally averaging less (laughs) points than he did last year. This is literally only because of the 49-point game. Wow, he's literally averaging two less. How that doesn't. He's actually not even having that great of a season. He's actually been struggling quite often this year. Um, Yeah, he had that great explosion but even with that just shows you how much he was struggling even with that explosion that takes his average to still over two points less per game than last year how is that he shouldn't even be in consideration no i can think of a handful of guys he's averaging less assists too he went from 4.5 to 3.8 he went from 4.7 rebounds to 4.1 his free throw shooting went from 83 to 81, 81.8. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Literally every... His, all his field goal percentage went down from 52 to 51. Oh, no, that's his effective field goal percentage. Sorry. But his field... Oh, wait, this is, this is even better. His field goal percentage went down from 47 to 43%. Wow, that's like James Harden. So literally every single number went down. Magic Johnson, are you drunk? What is wrong with you? He might be, honestly. It's possible. Stay off the weed! (laughs) And the LSD. Oh my goodness. Lucy in the sky with diamonds over here. What is he smoking? Yeah, that's a head scratch. I don't know how... Maybe because he had a big one big game. It, it's, it's literally a, it's literally it's that one hype. big game. But you're ignoring with that one big game. You gotta game, look at the stats, man. Yeah, you gotta on, look. Man. To look at the stats. Watch the games, maybe. Uh, well, he did watch one game. Okay, yeah. He <laughs> might, actually, I don't even know if he watched the game. He probably just saw four nine points. He's like, "Yep, Zach Levine, most improved player." Boxed this is court. why you left the Lakers, and look how good they're doing without you because of this. This mindset. This mind. That came up with this thought was the same mind that was running the Lakers last year. Oh. Let's just let's just think about that. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You're you're ignoring Devonte Graham, Pascal Siakam, Luka Doncic, Shy, Shy Gilgis, uh, Brent Pe- Ingram, Ingram. Yeah, Ingram is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Definitely Ingram. Um, non Kendrick Nunn. What? Um, He's a rookie. How can he get more? Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry. I uh, will edit that out. It's okay. Yeah, okay. Um, who else? 
I'm sure there's other guys. Jonathan Isaac! Isaac, for sure. That guy's a defensive monster. I'll give him an honorable mention. I don't think he'll be a finalist, though. Who knows, man? Yeah. Like, he My number is one is Devontae Graham right now. The guy went from, like, four points a game to, like, <laughs> 18. Yeah. To me, that's, like, the biggest improvement. Yeah, for sure. I don't think Siakam, just because he just won it, so I don't... Yeah. I, I have a hard time seeing it given to him, but... I think Do you if, think Luka Doncic could get it though? But he was he was he was good last he year was though. Good, I know I I like the improvement, but like I just don't think I just think Devonte Graham's improvement was like he's he's averaging what eight more points a game. No, Luka last year was averaging twenty one. He's up to thirty one. Oh okay. He's averaging ten more points per game. His yeah. assists have climbed four because he was averaging six last year. He's averaging ten this yeah, year. He has someone to pass to finally. Rebounds went up three or wow. two. He was averaging seven point eight, wow. averaging ten point one now. So and his free throw percentage. This is the money. This is the money right here. He was shooting seventy one percent from the line last year. He's now shooting eighty two percent. That's nice. It's good like, improvement. If that can keep up for the rest of the his career, yeah. we are talking about an arguably top five player of all time. Before wow. No, no, it's time we hype it up. You know what? If Zion Williamson was putting up these numbers, obviously he's injured. But like, let's say he was playing and putting up these numbers, everyone would be like, "Yeah, he's the next Michael Jordan." That's true. Like that's he, true. he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, he's gonna be better than LeBron. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's true. But Luca is because Luca doesn't have this hype train behind him because he's not a rookie. And he came from Europe. And he came from Europe, <laughs> so he already had the doubt. But this makes no sense. He didn't just come from Europe. He's literally a child prodigy that was playing professional basketball since 14 years old with Real Madrid. Yeah. No other European prospect has done that. So I don't understand what the Europe thing has to do with it. It's like saying, like, someone from Africa that was playing professional basketball from age four and he went to the NBA. Like, obviously, yeah, obviously he's going to be much better than the other African prospects. Because no other African prospects did that. It's the same thing for the European prospects. This guy playing professional since 14. No one else did that. That's crazy. I don't understand how he got passed on. in the Like, how do you pick Aiton ahead of this guy? And Marvin Bagley. Marvin, that's, that's just egregious. <laughs> that's what's that, worse. That, that's the word. That's... Actually, a thing came out. I don't know if it's true or not, but it said Valley Divac. I think he's like the GM yeah. or something of Sacramento. He said he didn't pick Luca because he didn't like his dad or something like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Why would you even give that reason? You're just making yourself His look dad like... isn't playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> and what was wrong with his dad? I never heard anything yeah, about his dad. Yeah, I've never heard anything. Literally that. until you just said that. Yeah. I've never even thought of Luca. <laughs> oh, Luca has a dad? Like, I've never even thought of that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so two teams passed on him. Not only did two teams pass him, the Atlanta Hawks traded him. Oh, that's true. He, he got passed on twice and then traded. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta's probably happy that they have Trey Young, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, Mark Cuban's, looking, it, Mark Cuban's like, looking like a genius. Yeah, I mean, he's looking like the only guy with common sense here. <laughs> like, I, especially the Kings just, that upsets me. That, that's the worst one. Like, Marvin Bagley? Are you kidding me? All you guys knew that he couldn't hit threes and all he could do was score in the paint. That like you got everyone knew that, so I, yeah. I just don't get that. He can't. He also can't really stay healthy. He can't he, stay healthy. Yeah, he can't rebound. He can't block shots. He literally only scores. So <laughs> I like a Brook Lopez kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. now Brook Lopez plays defense for sure. He's like 
one of the lead leaders, yeah. lead lead leaders, yeah. league leaders in blocks. Um, wow, but yeah. they scored forty nine points against Charlotte too. Wow, that's a tough matchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared while guarding Terry Rozier. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, that's gonna do for topics here oh i like i like this uh the timer on here we're probably gonna get done in an hour let's get it wow um so let's move on to twitter questions uh, while jordan pulls this up i just like to apologize to the listeners for no episode last week we actually did record and we actually did answer your questions but unfortunately for some reason the recording program we use just would not save the file and um yeah it exported over an hour of silence so we apologize for the technical difficulties but from here on out we look forward to giving you guys contact content hopefully every week and uh you got the questions there yeah i got well i got the one question uh Uh, yeah okay let's get it let's get into it from it's me gino b member of the rise up pod community as well shout out um Biggest disappointment through 15 games. Doesn't really say team or player, so I guess oh, I guess you get a, you can uh, do the math there. What you think? Okay, well, team is obvious. That's the Warriors. The Warriors? Yeah. What? <laughs> for a team disappointed, they were supposed to make the playoffs. Yeah, the challenge for the number one seed. Yeah, but I think once Curry went down, you like kind of knew. Yeah, but that, that that's what be. I mean. That is it's disappointing. Okay, I don't really see it that way, but fair enough. And then for player, the first one that comes to mind is Jaron Jackson Jr., to be honest. Wow! Everyone expected him to take this great leap, and wow. none of his stats have improved. He's basically like Zach Levine. Um, and then who else comes to mind? I don't know. Who, who's your uh, biggest disappointment? My, my team is easily the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, I think you can agree one. since a couple podcasts ago you said they'd be the second seed. <laughs> We're just going to so. keep bringing that up. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. His stats. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely got to go with Portland. I mean, they, they've always been a playoff team to get to the first or second round. Right now, they're like, I'm pretty sure they're sitting at like one of the worst team, worst places in the league right now. So, yeah, it's I think they're, without a doubt, the most disappointing team so far. I could see that, yeah, yeah, I could see that, cause yeah, as you said, or the or the Spurs maybe that's a good option. Yeah, but I think the Spurs will find a way. They always really. Do. I mean, it's been twenty years okay, okay. straight of making the playoffs. Wow, Portland I've, is five and twelve. That's just disgusting. They're fourteenth in the West. The only team worse than them is the Warriors. Honestly, but <laughs> the G League Warriors. But, but wait, but wait a second, wait a second. You just said that the Warriors aren't disappointing because of Steph Curry out. But what if, why don't you apply that same thing to the Blazers? Because Zach Collins and um, Nurkic is out. That's not as a big hit as Steph Curry, though. Both of them? I don't know. They're they're pretty, it's, especially I'll, Nurkic. I'll, I'll get, yeah, I'll give you Nurkic, but like at the end of the day, he's still a third option. Yeah, but... It, it's not like they're losing like Lillard. I think that would be more fair comparison if like the Portland didn't have Lillard and the Warriors didn't have Curry. I think that would be more of a fair comparison. Oh, like you're, yes. To me, to me, you're kind of comparing Nurkic and Curry. I'm, no, I'm, pa- I'm comparing okay. Nurkic and Collins together. Collins is nothing. I don't think he's... What? I don't think he's... He's a, he's a big man off the bench. He's not going to give you much. He's one of their best defensive see, players. See, so you don't year. think they'd be 14th in the West if they had if they had Zach Collins? You think he makes that big of a difference? I think they'd be more like 10th. But if they had <laughs> Collins and Nurkic, I think they'd be, yeah, like 3rd. 
Third? Okay. Yes! Not second? No, no, no. <laughs> like third. Especially yeah. with Whiteside, too, on top of that. Like, have, yeah. have a fun trying to score against them in the paint. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm not sure who my most disappointing player is. I can't really think. Oh, of I'll sure. give you some options. How about Terry Rozier? Well, I... Yeah, you I, I, I kind of thought right? he sucked, to be honest. So. Uh, okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, well, you named a couple earlier. Oh, I, ben, ben Simmons. Simmons? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he has... I mean, I don't like him to begin with, but like, yeah. I, I expected him to put like better numbers. Like he's, His offensive numbers have definitely gone down. and He's only averaging, what, like 12 points right now? Yeah, but he's shooting 100% from three, so... <laughs> Taking so, one, he's taking one shot. But yeah, yeah you, you are right. The lead leaguer. That, lead. that is. Why can't I say that? That is facts. Leader. Although, yeah. although statistically they won't actually put him up on the board because he hasn't taken enough shots. That's like Matt Thomas. Like he, he has a sick three point shot, Ooh. but Matt Thomas on the Raptors. Oh jeez. He's a really good three point shooter, but he hasn't taken enough shots to actually. Going on the top leaderboard. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the guy my cousin was telling me about. He's a he's sick like, shooter. He's really like, good. He playing like Europe or something. Yeah, he played. In, he played professionally in Spain the last two years. Yeah, okay. He's, he's like an amazing shooter. Yeah, he's yeah. a that's he's kind of like a yeah like a JJ Redick. He can only shoot threes, but like he's really good at it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he's like. Um, he's shooting like sixty percent from three, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So he's like that other guy from the Raptors back in the day. That Steve could... Novak? Yes. Yes, he's like, yes. that's exactly like who he yes. is. <laughs> a oh, dirty man. shooter, but like, that's it. That's yeah. all he got. No defense, no dribbling. It was yeah. awesome getting that guy in 2K. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess, <laughs> I guess in 2K, it's, it's, that's a big deal. Yeah. But no, Ben Simmons, I, I do admit he's been disappointing. Um, just... All I haven't watched any games, so down. I can't talk about the defense, but just looking at the, the averages, oh. like, they've definitely gone down. Offensively, sure. he's been just... Defense, yeah, he, sure. he's always... Especially he's points always per a game. Top defender. But, um, yeah, his numbers, he's just not putting up the same... And I think a lot of that has to do with J.J. Redick not being there, to be honest. Not and nice. not having, like, a go-to shooter that he can just hand the ball off to. And yeah, but even his points per game have gone down. No, but yeah, even, like, even what, in that though, or something? but even in that though, because he is not, he obviously doesn't shoot much from the outside. So I guess he doesn't have anyone to space the floor, and he doesn't, also doesn't have that ball handler of like a, I don't know, like Butler is a bit of a ball handler that can like feed Simmons in the paint or something like that. That's true on his. On I pass. guess they don't really have a ball handler actually. It's kind of just Simmons. Well, Josh Richardson actually kinda, did. Kinda. He he outplayed Jimmy Butler couple games or last game wow he, he yeah they, they destroyed miami yeah. actually i mean philly is a better team to be fair but uh i think they are at least although then miami yeah, of course. although miami has had a pretty solid year so far don't think they'll keep it up but that's just my opinion um i also think philly will get better i think they're like fifth in the eastern house and that 11 to 5 which is a pretty good record but it's crazy to have that record and only be fifth but i think they'll pull together i think they'll probably end up being top three in the east yeah, and, you know, Embiid's health is always a concern. I, I think they're kind of of the mindset, like, let's just get to the playoffs. Like, Wow, they, that's a horrible mindset. No, 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 not, that isn't, like, oh, let's sneak into the eighth. But, like, <laughs> let's let's just get there. Let's be, like, a third, fourth seed. It doesn't wow. really matter if we finish first in the conference. It as long matter. as we get, as long as we're healthy by the playoffs, oh. we'll be fine. I think that's more their mindset. Oh, with the rest, retrospective health, okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they should definitely try to finish as high as they can, because they don't, like, I'm assuming Philly would rather play a team like Indiana. I'd, I'm assuming they wouldn't want to play, like, 
a Milwaukee yeah. or a Boston yeah, okay, or yeah. But when you're starting like Korkmaz, like for a few games this year already, how do you expect to do that? No disrespect. I know the guy can shoot, but yeah, like, that's about it. He's he's Steve Novak. He's another Steve Novak. Wow, guy. that's true. Yeah. So um, yeah, when you again. You, you're not going to expect much. I think, but who has been, I think Richardson has been out a couple games for Korkmaz to have been starting. Um, he started at the two a couple games. But anyways, like, yeah, I think th- they'll get better. Like, they'll be fine. Especially in the East. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Celtics have actually been surprising me a lot. Yeah, but they've lost, like, three in a row. They lost three in a row. Because, who would have known, they played some good teams. <laughs> Yeah, but they've had a they've had Hayward is injured now though. Yeah, he had a oh yeah, didn't he drop like thirty seven points one game? I felt and then he the guy injured. cannot catch a break, man. Yeah, he, he used to, like when he was in uh, Utah. Like, people forget that that guy was averaging twenty points a game. Yeah, like he's good and like he was having a good year so far. So it's, it's disappointing to see him go go down again. But if you can come back and be like you know decent after mm-hmm. a broken leg, he can come back from anything. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. His mindset's got to be like I came back from something worse yeah. and I got just as good as I like, was before. I can come back again. Yeah, like Paul George, like that guy literally <laughs> broke his leg in half. <laughs> yeah, that was nasty, oh. man. <laughs> And like, oh. yeah, and he came back and ended up still being an MVP and Defensive Player of the Year candidate. So he's yeah. proven that he can come back from like one of the worst injuries and like still be great. So high hopes for him. But I don't know. Boston has had a very easy schedule, and as soon as they play a team like you know Denver, they did lose. Yeah, Kemba, but, I think Kemba might have went down that game. Oh, Kemba, but, uh, oh, so that weird. hurts, but uh, he'll, he'll be fine. I think he's that's such a weird injury. I didn't see it, but I heard he collided with his own team. Yeah, he, he basically ran head down into Ojale. Why would he like, run head down? Because it was like a scramble play, oh. and it just happened. Ojale was like apparently right there. Kemba's been dealing with these neck injuries ever since uh, Team USA. Ooh, but he really? Hasn't, I yeah, didn't hear that. I know, but it just came out like recently. But so that makes it even worse. Yeah. Wow, he's probably out a few weeks then. Liar. Ugh. Anyway, okay, let's move on to the last Twitter question, which was from. Let me pull up your name. Jordan, you can read the question here. All right, all right, all right. User. Question is, how would a Dennis Schroeder and, and, or, or, and Aaron Baines pick up benefit the Lakers? And that's from at Drizz2K. Nice. Um, nice, Drizz. Thank you for the question. So how would a Dennis Schroeder and Aaron Baines pick up benefit mm. the Lakers? The mm. question should be, like, why would that ever happen? Why would they make a trade? They're 14-2. and two. Maybe he's talking about his Lakers GM team in 2K. Oh, like a fantasy league. Oh, okay. Well, if... <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like, I don't... There's no way Phoenix trades Aaron Baines. He's such a good fit with them. Yeah. And I don't think... The center of Aaron Baines works with the Lakers because he's kind of a stretch five, like he kind of passes, like you know his I style. But I think the Lakers need a center like JaVale and Dwight Howard, kind of like that DeAndre Jordan fit, yeah. can get them the alley-oops. I don't think an Aaron Baines really... I think in certain spots, Aaron Baines is pretty much, like he could fit on any team. Yeah, I but there's he, there's no way the Phoenix trades him though. Schroeder, no, I not Schroeder, I could see, but at the end of the day, that they're fourteen and two. Don't fix something that's not broken. Yeah, but Schroeder would be a massive upgrade over Rondo as your backup point oh, guard. Oh, Rondo's horrible. He played his first game back. He literally got ejected. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, because he's horrible, man. He, he's, he's 
He's he been is, done ever since he came to Dallas. I say he's the second worst player on their team. After Caruso? No! That guy's so bad. After KCP. No. Stop! KCP has been good recently. You okay. can't even lie. He's finally doing his job in the NBA after like seven years. <laughs> seven Like, congratulations years. for having a few good games <laughs> in your career. Dang. Well, it's true. And you know what it took for that to happen? Avery Bradley getting injured. So when he comes back, KCP's Why did they be... even sign Avery Bradley? There's not one thing that he does that's good. <laughs> what do you mean? Defense. And shooting. A bit. A bit. Not really, though. Yeah, he, but he, he, hasn't, he hasn't been the same since he left Boston, man. But he's better than... Like, he's their starting shooting guard for a reason. Yeah, that's embarrassing. But they're 14-2, and two, so you that's can't true, really argue with the results. I mean, he's the reason they're 14-2. He's one of the reasons. Caruso is definitely like their third best guard. I'm not even joking. At what? Goes what does he do well? He gets you like four. He can shoot and play he defense can't and shoot. he can handle the ball. No, his percentages are bad. He can shoot. He no. knows he can shoot. He can shoot better. Okay, he gets like one highlight dunk a month. And, and, and yeah, he, and he, gets way, he gets way overhyped and you know. He's, okay, obviously he's way overhyped, but he's better than Lonzo. Okay, Straight what's, up. Okay, what's that saying? It's saying that they, they made a good move in getting rid of him. Especially for AD. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, LeBron made a good move. He's hey, let's look at Alton He's Dave, giving you, you five points you a game, to, two that's assists. Not, that's not fair. It's One, not fair. 41%, kind of like Harden, and then 30% from... You have to, you and have still, to watch I'm not, the I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> 66% from free throws in 20 minutes. You have well, to name watch. me one thing that he does that's you good. You have to watch the games to get the full effect. I've and I'm not up. even hyping it up. Like, <laughs> he's actually... Pro- like You're part of the, the problem. No, 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 no. Because who are who else are you going to bring off the bench? Troy Daniels? Yeah, what I can he do? I'd honestly rather him than Crusoe. No! At least he... Okay, he Quinn Cook. I'd rather but... Quinn Cook. Him too. He's just a three-point specialist. At least Caruso can handle the ball. He's better than Rondo. If someone can't handle... Pull up Rondo's stats. It's probably worse than that. I don't want to look at it. One one ejection, two technicals, (laughs) five turnovers. I think Rondo's played in like one game so far. When Caruso was playing at the end... This is why he gets hyped. At the end of last season... No, Rondo's a bit better. He'll give you eight points. Oh, oh, yeah. Five assists. Hall of Famer right there. 38% from the field. 35% from three-pointers. Yeah, probably took two and made one or something (laughs) like that. <laughs> and it's seven, made one. That's better than Caruso. I, I hate Rondo, but Rondo hasn't. I only think he's played like six games. Rondo, Rondo's the the second worst player on the team. He was literally the worst player on the team last year. No, I I would rather play Zach Norvell <laughs> Jr. than than Alex Caruso. <laughs> oh, he actually got twenty nine points one game. No, he didn't. Yes, Gable. Not in the NBA. That can't be in yeah, the NBA. against Golden State. Are you serious? Oh. It might have been a preseason. I don't know. Yeah, that had to have been preseason. October 18th? Yeah, that's preseason. What about October 14th? That's even more preseason. Oh, okay. yeah, it goes back true. in time. <laughs> <laughs> what about September? <laughs> but yeah, Alex Cruz is not good. Yeah, he is. Okay, he can dribble a basketball. That's okay. the only good thing you've told me he can do. He can dribble and play defense. Okay, is he, is he better than Dennis Schroeder? No. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not, he's not. <laughs> okay, I he's not. He's not. Okay, good. He's good. not. So that's how Dennis Schroeder would be a 
better pickup. I can I can, I can see that being a little bit more realistic because like OKC is kind of in a weird state where I could see them getting rid of players. Yeah. But like I, I don't see Phoenix doing that. But again, they're fourteen and two. Why would you make a trade? Uh, I I think they would make a to trade to keep up with the Clippers. Yeah, but they're doing better than the Clippers. Yeah, but they lost to them. Oh, that's true. Okay, but. <laughs> Dallas lost to New York twice. Does that mean New York's better than this? No. Okay. Oh, so you're saying Lakers are better than the Clippers? From what we've seen, yeah, I guess. Really? But in a playoff series, I could see the Clippers taking it. For me, it's the opposite. I could see the Lakers winning in the playoff series, but for the season, like they've only played each other once. Yeah, so far. <laughs> they play well, each other Paul, on Christmas. Paul's head coach after Levine's big night. My job is to push the guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, push him to the bench. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that he that takes is, all the that, credit. Yeah, eh? that annoys me about co- coaches. Like that, that, that's what I tended to do all along. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> There's no reason for you to bench your your best player in the first quarter. Um, Aaron Baines. I didn't really touch on Aaron Baines. Um, I think I'd rather have him over McGee. Over McGee. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because McGee and Dwight Howard are pretty much the same yeah, player. Yeah. So if you have a bit. Like a different big just man. start maybe um, Howard and play him in more spots and then have Baines to provide that. Wait, so you'd rather have Dwight Howard than McGee? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. I didn't expect that before the season, but based on the season, absolutely, absolutely. The head scratcher. You wouldn't. Would you rather have Bobon or Dwight Howard? Yeah, I'm going Dwight. Yeah, probably. He's a bit more athletic. Okay, would you rather Bobon or JaVale McGee? Ooh. <laughs> I'd probably take McGee. Yeah. He's more I'll agile. Take, I'll take McGee. Just because Bobon I, Yo, Bobon's like, nice for the amount of minutes he plays. Yeah, like, if you play him over like five minutes a game, he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you rather Bobon or Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso oh, all day. Oh, okay, now I know you're trolling. Okay, it's not, it's not Okay, actually, watch one Lakers game. It can be against Dallas or Toronto. Okay, then I And you'll see the effect. You'll see the effect he I'll has. I'll see the effect that, like, he, he, doesn't, even, he doesn't really play. Caruso? The, oh, like, no, he plays no, he 20 plays. minutes. He okay, plays, okay. Yeah. Is he the point guard off the bench? Yeah, and no, he's just nice. the guard off the bench. Yeah, he's just the guard. Especially, well, when Why Rondo did they give him a mural? That's what I want. Okay, yeah. That, that's, they, they, see, yeah. They've turned it into a joke, He's though. overhyped. It's, it's because of last season. like in He the had a couple highlight last, dunks. No, not even that. In the last 10 games, he had a couple, a few games where he scored like 25-plus points. Like He had a few really, really good games at the end of the season. Wow. But like that's what made him have this like cult fan base. Um, and yeah, they kind of got out of control. I'm not going to lie. But he's still pretty good off the bench. And yeah, I'd, I'd Pretty good? He's, he's decent. He's decent off like, the bench. He's okay off the bench. No, like, he, he's decent. <laughs> okay, he's well, okay, what if he he's was, their best okay, option off the bench. Okay, what if he wasn't number 23's teammate? Then what would you say about him? No, you, yeah, I would say the same thing. Oh, he's okay, their okay. best option okay, off okay. the bench. As, he's better than Troy Daniels. He's better than Quinn Cook. So Maybe yeah, Troy Daniels, not Quinn Cook, though, because Quinn Cook can actually, like, at least shoot the basketball. That's, that's the only thing he can do. Okay, but... And he can't even do okay, that. Okay, better than Caruso, who can know how to dribble a basketball. And play defense. Come on, man! No, 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 no. He's, he's like Rondo upgraded. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Okay, if Rondo's a 72 overall, I give Caruso a 75. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, how, that's how I end that. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Uh, yeah, okay, so those are our topics. Wow, an hour show, special. You can listen to this during lunch break or your nice. commute to work or something. Um, and you know where to find us. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts, including bio.fm slash ballify to find links to every platform and website that we are on. Um, make sure to use our code in the SeatGeek app or SeatGeek.com for $20 off your first ticket purchase. And yeah, that's it for our show. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.